that the body needs nutrition for optimal health and performance. Hi, this is Christopher Stacer. Welcome back to Vital Revival. This is week three. In our series, we've been talking to a couple people over the last couple weeks that are both Kayani advocates. And today we're going to yet speak with another one. This is a, a friend of mine, Micah Kagi, who is 65 years old this year. He has been a lifetime runner since about the age of five and competitively in marathon running for almost 30 years. Mike is still to this day uh, top of his class and typically winning his age group, which is very, very cool. Um, He did have quite an experience of his body breaking down in his 50s, which he's going to relate. And it'll be fun to hear how he came upon the Kayani products and what they did for him in um, basically giving him new hope and a new lease on life. In fact, getting his times back down to where they were in his 30s and 40s. He's going to have a great story about that. He also reveals his lifestyle practices to keep himself in shape and fit and vital for the rest of his days. Should be a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy. Micah Kagi. From your bio, it says you've been running since you were five years old. That's uh, pretty close. I, I just remember I started before first grade. Um, we had a, a, my friend went to a different elementary school uh, in a different direction. And I can remember um, running over there to meet him. So yeah, it was before first grade, kindergarten. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. I started myself when I was in elementary school, which um, actually a Japanese teacher in fifth grade had a, a running program and that made a huge difference in in my life. I literally took off and didn't look back and became a competitive runner in fifth grade for a couple of years. Cool. Tell me a little bit about how running has played out in your life. Well, I can remember from that time on, even though I love sports, I played baseball. I, I did water skiing. I, I tried pretty much everything surfing a little bit later on and, um, all the sports that I did, uh, I, I had fun and I, I loved, you know, almost all sports. I played golf when I was young. I, I played, you know, American football, soccer, all of it, T- even tennis. My mom was a, almost pro in tennis, but I always wanted to stay in shape. So I used to run everywhere. Even when I wasn't uh, actually running competitively, I was running to stay in shape. Wow. And how long have you been running competitively? Well, I started um, off and on in middle school, but really in high school, I joined the cross country and track teams. And then from that time, uh, my first uh, undergraduate didn't have a track or cross country team uh, in, in college. And then afterwards, I started running again, just in road races after that. So I competed pretty much from high school on. Uh, there was a, about a three or four year period where I kept running, but I didn't actually compete. And then um, I got the marathon bug. You know, I, I, I was just running to stay in shape and running 10Ks and things like that and 5Ks once in a while. And then I think I was 20, how old was I? 23 years old. And I, I saw a marathon and I thought, wow, 26 miles. I wonder if I could do that. And I always had a dream to run Boston Marathon. 
And so I actually started marathoning, a full marathon. My first one was when I was, uh, actually when I was 33. I started uh, that whole time from 23 on, I, I, I started training, but I was too, I really was too scared to try a full marathon. It was just intimidating. But when I was 33, I thought, well, I better get started now or I'll never do it. So I, I ran my, actually ran, I remember now my first marathon when I was 33. Oh, wow. Amazing. And I, from what I understand, you've done how many, St. George, you said how many you've done? St. George Marathon's coming up on 29. This, this, this year it will be my 29th St. George. And I've run Boston Marathon three times. I've run Honolulu. I don't know how many times, not quite as many, but at least five, six, seven times. Um, I ran a, the Rocky Marathon, Rocky Mountain Marathon. What else did I run? Anyway, I've run uh, quite a few. So I, from what I understand, your body started to break down with all this running. Yeah, right? You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's psychosomatic or whatever, but right around my 50th birthday, um, I can remember it was after, not before. So that's why I thought, well, it's got to be part, at least partially mental because that year, I don't remember the exact month, but uh, in, when I turned 50 years old, which happens to be the year 2000 because I was born in 1950, um, but I started having these pains. They just came along. Uh, this pain started my back. I found out late, later it was sciatica. I started getting plantar fasciitis in both feet. Uh, I started, uh, there was this lump in my knee that turned out to be um, arthritis. Uh, I, got, I had been in a bike wreck when I was about 30-something years old, and my shoulders started hurting in my neck. Uh, within that, that year, all of that started out. It's really weird, but, and it progressively got worse. And by the time I was 58 years old, so that's eight years of degeneration, uh, I had full-blown plantar fasciitis in both feet, arthritis in my left knee, sciatica um, in my back. I mean, really bad. But through eight years, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then from that bike wreck, I had um, my shoulder. I couldn't raise my arm you know, above my head. I couldn't turn my neck. Some days, seriously, more than 10 or 15 degrees. Some days, you know, I don't know if you know how that works, but some days it was loose enough to turn it, you know, 20, 30, 40 degrees, but never 90 back and forth. So um, it was all pretty bad. <laughs> wow. And, and then plus, I had tennis calf, if you know what that is. Anytime I did a speed workout, um, they call it tennis calf because tennis players lunge all the time. Mm -hmm. and they'll pop a muscle in their calf. And then they'll keep re-injuring that same muscle because they, you know, tennis, the lunges are all pretty much, you know, the, the same. And so it's kind of this ongoing chronic injury. And I got that uh, from, you know, from sprinting. And then probably just overall health started deteriorating. My blood pressure started going up and they started to say, I'm going to be on meds if I don't, you know, start watching that. So right. pretty much. Just about everything. <laughs> and supposed, it's supposed to be that the running is supposed to help you, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which uh, it really, he didn't. <laughs> and of course, we know your story about Kayana. Maybe it'd be fun to share a little bit about what happened for you with, and how, yeah. and you know, maybe going back a little bit mm -hmm. in the journey of, say, supplementation. Right. I know you'd written a book, co-authored with Mary Louise Seller. Mm -hmm. on uh, high-performance supplementation right. for sports, for athletes. All right. 
We, Mary Louise and I go way back and my boys even took Taekwondo from her back then. I, I took a few lessons, but I, I was already into karate for quite a few years. But anyway, um, yeah, I can remember uh, trying, we, we tried um, almost every good supplement that came out. We didn't care where it came from. We didn't care whether it was from network marketing or just in general, you know, we'd see something on TV or our friends would recommend stuff to us. And we would try anything openly, as long as it was natural, as long as it's not going to do anything, you know, like Ma Huang, where you're, it's the same as being on drugs and stuff like that. And so uh, we tried everything from vitamins and minerals to super supplements that, you know, supplement like uh, when coenzyme Q10 first came out. And all, all, everything that we researched, as long as it's natural and it enhanced uh, performance, we tried it. So, um, so obviously you knew the importance of supplementation, but mm-hmm. you were still breaking down your body. Right. And, and in, in consequence of that, um, my, my fervor for supplements, you know, pretty much expanded to try, uh, different types of pain relievers that were natural. Um, I ran into nitric oxide and the studies on nitric oxide right after, I think they, they came out in 98 and sometime in 99 or 2000, I ran across that research that says what your body really needs for everything, for athletic performance, for aches and pains, for your body to function properly and for your, your blood circulation is nitric oxide. So um, unbeknownst to Mary Louise, I ran across that and started researching and looking for products Uh, that would boost your nitric oxide levels. And I never found anything that really worked. I tried um, everything that was legal. There was some stuff that was borderline, you know, I had horrendous side effects that I refused to try in the Mm -hmm. nitric oxide arena. But I remember trying uh, pretty much everything. There was a L-arginine was was supposed to, and it still does claim to boost levels. But I tried that for, let me be honest, for about four, three years, four years, anyway, somewhere in there. And I stayed on the products and I felt a little bit of difference. And that's the reason why I stayed on it. But every night I'd have to take it at nighttime and I couldn't sleep. That's when I really started not being able to sleep through the night because I had to take that before I went to sleep. So you stumbled upon Kayani and... So this is really interesting. I, I don't know how many people out there believe in inspiration, but I pray a lot. You know? So I was sort of murmuring at the time, you know, here I am in my 50s thinking, you know, I've watched what I've eaten. I've taken supplements. I've exercised. I've pretty much done it all. Why in the world is this happening to me? And at the same time, uh, I wasn't making very much money. My my hours got cut back at work. Blah blah blah. And so I was sort of doing that thing where you're th- where you're saying, you know, hey, okay, God, why is this happening? You know, I'm a good boy, right? Right. And uh, I never thought in the in a million years that an answer to prayers would come through network marketing. So, so when Kayani actually came along, and my friends started talking to me about Kayani, I was pretty much out of the network marketing loop. I was just trying products. If I thought something, I'd research it first. And if I thought it was good, I'd try it. And so I did try, you could name something. I probably tried it, whether you're talking mm-hmm. about USANA or New Skin Nutrition or, you know, and you know, good companies, great products. Um, I tried Her- Herbalife's products. I tried USANA products and, and, and they're, they're all okay, but nothing did what I want. Nothing took my pain away. Nothing gave me anything that I thought was worth paying for. And that's an honest reply. So when Kayani came along, I was very skeptical. I didn't want to have 
anything to do with the network marketing end of things. Um, even the products, I was pretty tired. Um, so I kept, you know, declining, saying, no, I'm not interested. So finally, though, um, they said, well, you know, we know you're not, you're struggling financially, so we're going to let you try Kyony products for free. And that's when I, that's when I got on the products. And uh, I, I can remember my friend telling me, uh, when you get something for free, sometimes you don't think they have value, but you got to take, it's nutrition. So if you miss, it's not like medication or anything, not like antibiotics or anything, but try and take the products every day. And I was religious. I'm, I'm pretty uh, driven that way. So I got, I stayed on products every day. And you, right. you know what happened is actually uh, when I got on all the short stories better, it, it took, uh, you know, about eight months. But, but when I got on all three of Kayani products, including the, the nitro, Within three weeks, all of my body had, had, had balanced itself out. And every single one of those things I mentioned, from head to toe, my neck uh, that I couldn't move back and forth, my shoulder that I couldn't raise my arm, um, even my, I, I don't mention this, but my tennis calf has never come back. And wow. tennis calf is chronic. You have it for your whole life. Uh, and it never came back. But the worst, and all my, you know, plantar fasciitis, the tendon things, the mm-hmm. you know, me all went away but the most astounding thing to me after eight and a half years of sciatica um, that pain is excruciating it prevented me from sleeping sometimes I couldn't get out of bed you know I had to crawl my way out of bed a certain way I had three stairs down in my bathroom I'd have to hold on to the wall I mean we're talking an old man you know right and uh and that sciatica was nasty. There were days I couldn't even drive. I couldn't even get in my car. Of course, I couldn't run. You know, I was coaching cross country at the time. Couldn't run. I remember days where I could run, but I couldn't get down on the ground and stretch mm-hmm. with my boys. It was that bad. And it all went away. That's why I love Kayani. It all went away. And yeah. it never came back. I thought for sure that sciatica, because I keep feeling these little tinges of pain. And I guess it was just, you know, taking care of it. But I mm-hmm. feel this little, like, Oh, it's going to come back, and then it just fade away. It, 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 even though it's been uh, seven, almost eight years, seven and a half years, uh, it was so amazing to me that I still remember what it felt like to be pain free. It was just right. unbelievable. Wow, incredible! Yeah, and then um, don't know, you know, what we need to talk about, but I also had some some performance things take place that were kind right. of unbelievable at my age. So let's hear a little bit about that. I was curious, actually, I was going to ask you about um, how nitric oxide, the, um, the nitro product right. actually really, <laughs> I think from what I understand, you know, put you back a couple, couple decades in your performance level. Well, you know, it's not just, I, I don't think just the NO, not, not just the nitro. When you give the water part of your body, you know, you're 70% water. When you give the water part of your body, the vitamins, the minerals, trace minerals, and especially the antioxidant levels it needs, it, it is amazing. You know, that helps boost performance. When you, when you take sunset at night and you're able to rest every single night and get that deep REM sleep. That's got to, so it's a package deal for me. It's, it, yes, the nitro is the pain and, and, the, and the energy and performance booster, but they all work you know, in tandem. That's why we call it a health triangle. So basically my training started being amazing because when you're on those products, especially the nitro, um, your recovery is phenomenal. You can do a full workout and since your bodies don't, you know, your, your uh, muscles in your body don't 
uh, get too damaged that you, you want a little bit of damage because that's what, you know, training is all about. You, you push yourself to the max without getting injured. You get, you, you get to that, whatever you call that edge and that's how people stay competitive. And of course, if you push past it, you get injured and you don't push enough and everybody beats you. Right. So what right. comedy does is it gives you a whole new level of, of training. That that's what I love about it. your recovery is faster. Everything just uh, bodily performance wise just is enhanced. Your your even your metabolism is different. So what I did was uh, you know there's a bunch of workouts, but the one that was most stark to me is I I had to. This has been let's see 58. This is uh, three almost four years into the products. Um, they came out with Nitro Extreme. We only had Nitro FX, which is the watered down version. You know of of the nitro product and they came out with this nitro extreme and I was one of the guinea pigs. So they kind of sent me this endless supply and says, you can't OD on this stuff. It's plant based. And so I said, okay. And, and you know, a story where we put it, the FX in a three year old and, mm-hmm. and he didn't even get a stomach ache. That gave me confidence that the extreme isn't for kids, but for an adult, there's no OD on this stuff. That's what gave me the confidence. So I started taking it and Average average amount is to take you know a squeeze a squeeze of it, which is about fifteen twenty drops, uh, four or five times a day, about every two hours apart. But I thought, well, for performance, you can take as much as you want. So I started taking more. I started taking uh, some before I ran, some after, some during. Even I take those little sample bottles in my pocket. So one day, uh, um, this is after I'd been on Nitro FX, the weaker product, for over two years. They came out with the Extreme. And I was on the extreme product for about three or four months. And I had one of those small sample bottles in my pocket and I'm doing a marathon prep. So I'm 60. I can't remember the, the summer, whether it was 60, 62 or 63, whether it was um, 2012 or 2013. Mm-hmm. But one of those summers, I should, I should record this and go back and look. But one of those summers, I was preparing for St. George again and I do a, a, a marathon workout what I do is I warm up for two miles. Um, then I run a mile repeat. I, I haven't measured off. So it's exactly a mile. It's, it's really accurate. I use a wheel. It's even, you know, NCAA certifiable if you use a wheel and I've done uh, actual races that have been certified. So I know how to do it. So I marked off an accurate mile and I ran, I roll run down the mile, jog back, rest it's a it's a you know you get full rest you don't do one after the other because you're marathon prepping Mm -hmm. and then you run the second one jog back run the third one jog back and then and then go home so it's a uh 10 mile workout basically so it's not a little teeny uh, workout it's a a very strenuous workout and i didn't do it uh, hardly at all pre-kayani i I had really (laughs) given up on that workout you know because if i do I'm going to be hurting so bad that I, I can't get out of bed. I won't even be able to go to work. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't done that workout for a while, but I got the confidence after being on, on Kayani again. So I did that workout and I ran that first Why well, I was taking extreme a lot of it. So I got a one week bottle, right? And I, I drained the whole thing during this workout. So I, I took a bunch and warmed up and ran and, and I came down that first mile and I just felt like like a kid again, like a high school kid in college. I mean, I, I was thinking, wow, this is great. I clicked off my watch. 
I should have taken a picture. Well, it doesn't matter. You could fake that anyway. But I actually really, 62 or 63, I think I was 62. But anyway, I actually ran a 549 that first mile. And Amazing. I thought, this is ridiculous, you know, like crazy. Usually at first mile, I, st- I you know, I'm not going to fake it. I could probably, if I push myself that first mile, probably break a seven minute mile. Maybe. Okay. That's accurate. Okay. Sevens, I could still cruise and, and be okay. But a six, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to push it. Right. Right. So I'm sitting there looking at my watch thinking, this is ridiculous. You know? <laughs> so I'm jogging back up, you know, jog, I mean, jogging like, you know, 10, between 10, 15 minute mile back up and hit the hitting the extreme okay mm-hmm. and then previously if i did that workout the first mile would be seven you know or so and then the second mile i would i would not be able to maintain anything it'd be like if I, if i was really pushing it eight you know seven upper seven eight minute mile and the last one i'm not going to even be able to do if i can it's going to be a jog or if I'm feeling exception well maybe eight minutes right, right. that's not terrible at 60 something years old no so I'm coming down the second mile and I'm, th- and I'm even feeling better. And I said, this is, this is crazy. How can this be legal? You know, I'm just sitting there flying and, and just kind of in cruise, you know, just clicking off, not even breathing hard, Christopher, wow. even breathing hard. And I click off the second mile and it's a 539. Wow. And I wish there was somebody there to witness or click the watch, you know, a mile's a long way to have somebody at the beginning. But but I wait, you know, just so I have it really documented because it really happened, right? And so I'm there, I'm by this time I'm giggly, I'm giddy. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, Oh, this is awesome. So I drained the rest of the bottle, you know, on that on the for the last mile. And uh I'm sitting there, I'm just gonna go for it, you know. So I start the last mile and I'm about halfway to it and I'm feeling better than ever. And I'm thinking, this is not physiologically possible, you know? So second half of that mile, I hammer down. I just start, I cranked it up. You know how you use your arms even right. in a mile, you know? So that last, I started using my arms, striding out, you know? And then the last, about 50 meters head down and, and I sprinted the last 50 yards on the third mile at wow. 60 two years old or whatever I was when I clicked off my watch and the third mile, this is what's nutty about it was a five twenty three. Wow. All of those are the fastest miles I've run in probably honestly 15, 10, 15 years or more. Uh, but that five twenty three, the last mile, what the oh, heck yeah. is that? You know, by the third mile, you're not going to be able to stand up. If, if under normal stance, but circumstances, I almost joke around. I probably would have dropped dead of a heart attack. You know, I mean, like that's craziness. And then I, I'm, I, you know, I'm jogging home. I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just laughing. I'm just sitting there thinking, this is nobody's gonna ever believe this. I wish I could have had, you know, a, a a professional there timing me so I could record all this, right? So, right. so the next day, I think I wonder what's gonna happen. The next day, the next day, I'm, I woke up and I'm a little tight. I, I'm honest. I'm not sitting there saying I felt like Superman. I was, I was a little tight, but I went out and ran ten miles the next day. Oh my word! And by about three or four, it took me about three or four miles. By three or four miles everything went away. I, you know, you always, you always have tightness after you mm-hmm. do some workout, right? And that tightness, it wasn't even that tight. It was like uh, normal almost. But uh, after three or four miles, that went away. Wow. So that's when I really started believing in Kylani for athletic performance. Up till then, I knew what it was doing for my health and everybody mm-hmm. I was putting it into. 
and I knew it was helping, but I never really understood, you know, what, what it was doing. And that recovery, you know, I've been a coach uh, for 40 years. I mean, I've been coaching individuals, uh, high school, college, cross country, and I always teach them recovery. You know, you have to let your body rest and all that. Right. And I've never seen anything like Kayani that can help you recover like that. It, it's amazing stuff. It's nothing short of miraculous for me. That's incredible. It's an incredible story. Well, maybe we can wrap up with just one more question. Mm -hmm. uh, Mary Louise Zeller as a um, um, Taekwondo master mm -hmm. in, in martial arts and probably w w with your Japanese background, you understand the idea of chi or, or ki or vitality, yeah. all yeah. those great words. Mm -hmm. What would you say? I mean, you're definitely living proof in your mid sixties now, mm -hmm. um, as an athlete, still very active. What, what's your idea of vitality? Well, you know, all that change, you can get going from the situation I was in when I was 58, when I ran into Kayani, just breaking down and thinking, well, life's going to really suck. I mean, I, I knew that aging takes it out on you. That's why I was so upset. You know, at the time I was always looking for stuff, but nothing was going to help me. I mean, you don't get over sciatica. You don't get over any of that stuff. And, and, and you usually are going to get sicker and weaker as you go along. And I just faced the fact, you know, life's going to be pretty miserable. I got to you know, limp down these stairs every day for the rest of my life, you know. Uh, but I never gave up. And Connie gave me that that light, you know, it did, made me believe again, it made me believe that um, what Mary Louise and I wrote in that book, you know, that there is a, such thing as, as the spirit to the body, you know, there is chi, there is energy, there is health and wellness and all that. And 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 we told everybody you don't have to age. And then I was the biggest hypocrite in the world at the time. I said, maybe I'll take, we'll not rewrite this book or anything. But now, uh, when I got that, Kayani is simply proper nutrition studied by some of the best doctors in this country in development. Mm -hmm. And I got uh, what what that me finally means that the body needs nutrition for optimal health and performance. There's just no question about it. And after what we've seen, uh, we live it, we know it, and we believe it, and we share it. And that that's basically what it's all about. That's what Khan's all about. So, um, you know, if there are athletes out there, I don't care what game you're in. I don't care if there's something physically strenuous in your life, not even athletics. Maybe uh, you have to be on your feet all day at work or something. Whatever it is, um, Kayani will give your body the nutrition it needs to be, have energy, to be well, to sleep every night, uh, to have optimal health and fitness. And if you're an athlete, even more so. Uh, I've watched some incredible athlete, athletes. I've watched their performance change because of that recovery thing. Because also, um, you, you won't believe this, but the focus and, and the strength you get from Kayani improves Almost every athlete that I've, I've had experience with and put the products into, I have friends who play golf and, and can document that their scores dropped, you know, like wow. really seriously, like it increases focus, it increases strength. So golf is the ultimate, you know, for that necessity. So all those things are true. They work. You don't have, you know, I always say this and I really mean it. You don't have to believe this. Just try right. it for yourself. And that's what I go around the world telling people is, oh, believe me, just try it and you'll believe yourself. And that's why I love Kayani because you don't have to exaggerate. It's not, you don't have to blow anything out of prefer, mm -hmm. proportion. Just report accurately and get people to try it because they'll know. Yeah, that's fabulous. Are there any other uh, supplements and any other healthy lifestyle 
um, practices that you put into place. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, once I, I, you know, when you give up, you you think, well, what's the purpose? And so you kind of slack off. You don't, ex- you can't exercise as much. So you give up on that. You don't, you, you don't watch your diet as closely when you don't exercise, right? I mean, you just don't. Right. That's why I exercise is because it helps me keep all that in check. But I still recommend and not the fanatical, the fanatical end of, it, of anything gets you in life. You got to be mm-hmm. very careful not to get fanatical. Um, I've never been a vegan. I tried it for a little while and I decided it wasn't for me. But there who are vegan, that's fine. I got mm-hmm. it. And, and that's awesome if you can do that. I couldn't. So I honor those people. I don't think they're fanatics. I think they're amazing people. But the point is, is that moderation in all things. Water is what God put on the earth. You know, and I tell people that. I said, no, there's no, there's no tea, no coffee, no alcohol, no Coke, you know, no, no pop, no Gatorade. There's none of those things in the real world. The best thing in the world for your body is water. You know, mm-hmm. and so I tell people that sleep is so important. I tell people, you know, you, not eight hours anymore. I stay up on that research. It's gone to seven hours. Now they say eight hours, you actually damage your body a little bit. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah? interesting. Uh, so I stay up with all that stuff. It, it's uh you know, seven hours of sleep, you absolutely should get that. The more uh, you can get on a schedule every day, your body's a timed mechanism. If you can get up around the same time, go to sleep around the same time, eat around the same time every day, exercise around the same time every day, uh, everything enhances your body. But most importantly is uh, like a computer. The, the, my favorite phrase, I studied computers for like seven years, garbage in, garbage out. You're right. the same. You know, I don't believe in, again, in you being so strict and watching your calories and everything like that, but eat good stuff. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. more fresh you can eat, the darker, you know, they've already proven vegetables and fruits and everything, the darker, the better, the fresher, the better, all of that. So um, one other thing, I believe in organic. I see mm-hmm. what the, the money world has done to what we eat. Um, cattle and, and even chicken and turkey are filled with mm-hmm. hormones. You know, go organic mm-hmm. on that stuff. And even the fruits and that, they're all sprayed with all kinds of stuff. Go organic as much as you can. Didn't believe in that until I ran into person one was about four or five years ago. I said, Mike, you got to look at this research. And I started looking at it because I, I – ate organic when I, when, when it was affordable, sure. <laughs> but, but it's kind of expensive, you know, right. but then after I read that research, I said, dude, I, I, I'm going organic. And so yep. almost at least 90% of the time. So that balance is wrong. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I mean, there's other stuff we could talk about, but that's, sure. that's and, wonderful. <laughs> well, it's been a real treat to, to spend some time with you today. All right, Christopher. Well, thanks. It's been fun. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha.